Welcome back to another episode of the NES Experience. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. New episodes are going to be coming out on Sundays, and we're going to start to put video episodes up on YouTube in the next few weeks as well. This episode, we're going to do more of a deep dive into gyms, their business model, what they're selling you, uh, the introduction process, canceling process, all that kind of stuff. So if you're in between gym memberships or you just want to know more about the ins and outs of the business, this episode is for you. So it's March 27th now. It's the end of March. Uh, All those people with New Year's resolutions trying to go to the gym probably have stopped going by now. I don't know if you've noticed a big drop off if you go to the gym or not. Um, But the whole process itself can get pretty frustrating, especially if you're an athlete who is home for a little bit of time, wants to go work out someplace, you know, decides to do a gym. Uh, You know, there's just a lot of challenges that come with it. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Ned, uh, what are your thoughts on just the whole gym experience? I mean, uh, you have a gym here, but this kind of athletic performance facility is a lot different than, you know, just your run of the mill chain gym. Yeah. Um, when you, I mean, for me, I started working in a gym setting in 1998. So I was 18 years old. I knew that I wanted to train people to some capacity. I didn't know if it was specifically, you know, athletes or adults. And when you train anybody, typically the first people you start to train is adults. You don't really just jump in and train athletes. So that was a gym that I I was there for probably two or three years. I mean, I've been in three or four different gym settings and I've done consulting for gyms. So what I've been able to do is really understand – you know, what they're doing and why they're doing it from the, you know, process of getting you enrolled to once you come in and when they take, cause you know, you got to come in, uh, the, the tour process and you know, what they're trying to do and contracts and maintenance fees. And, you know, I, what I kind of want to break down is, you know, what's going on and why you're being, why you're going through that whole process and what to look for to protect yourself um, I'm not saying that all gyms are dishonest. I mean, I was probably three years ago a member of a gym, and part of being a member of that gym was me signing up and signing a contract and then not going to the gym. So I ended up, for the three years that I was being billed, I ended up using it probably for about four months. And in my situation, it wasn't, you know, it was just my, I was in between businesses and, I wanted, you know, an external place to kind of lift as opposed to just lifting in house. But I mean, I was a component of the, you know, two and a half years of not being billed. And then you go in, you try and cancel. And then it was just jumping through hoops and they make it real difficult. And then all the people that come in. So, yeah, I want to talk about, 
you know, all of that too. And this isn't just for athletes, this is for athletes and adults. So, and honestly adults more because athletes, if they're going in at short term and I had one of my athletes, um, call me a couple weeks ago, he's doing one of my remote training programs and he is in New York. No, he's in Florida now. So he was in Florida and he went through to sign up and he was literally texting me through the whole process. And he's like, dude, I just want a gym to work out for two months in. And why are they trying to set me up for a year contract? And why am I getting texts from all these people? Because the new thing is, you know, they have all your information and they send you repeated texts. You haven't been here in a while. Come in for a fitness assessment. And they're bugging people. And he's like, why can't they just accept that I'm going to be here for two months and then I'm going to leave? And I'm like, because their job is to make money because it's a business and they're going to try and increase their goal for every member is to spend as much amount of money as possible when you're going through your gym experience. And that's going to come from you know, initially the membership. And then of course, they're going to try and have you take their supplements. They're going to have you try and do personal training. It's adding on all these extra additional revenue streams to make your dollar per customer, you know, kind of go heavier, whether you need it or not, their goal is to, you know, get you to spend the most amount of money. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's kind of funny you mentioned, you know, being for adults. Actually, uh, a couple conversations I've had with my girlfriend recently. She wants me to get a gym membership pretty bad. I'm pretty against it just because I've dealt with the whole thing. Actually, a few months ago, I actually had to cancel my gym membership for a gym in Connecticut. Uh, they don't have any in New York. So I had been paying for that thing for about three years, and I had never stepped foot in that place since six, seven years ago. I was probably a sophomore in college, so they made a lot of uh, a lot of easy money just off my membership. Um, but yeah, it's a business. I went to a different gym when I was a kid with my dad, and after that, we would get uh, like one of those protein smoothies after every lift or you know workout, whatever. Um, and that's money right there. I was like 10 bucks a smoothie. It was ridiculous. So yeah, it's, uh, you can spend a lot of money there. When you look at gyms, I mean, they're a business and they need to make money. Um, if you look at the amount of people that pay, so EFT electronic trial, the electronic fund transfer, fund transfer, banking, not to say that you used to work at a bank. Yeah. EFT. That's why we just say EFT. Um, but if you look at the amount of members that a gym can physically hold according to fire code versus the amount of enrollments that they have, the numbers don't work. So a lot of these gyms, you have 5,000 people paying $20 a month, but the amount of people that come in is only a thousand. If all thousand or if all 5,000 people went into that gym, no one would fit and it would close. So my thing is, you would think that you would the amount of people that you would take in would be according to the amount of people that would fit in your space. But when they are creating these numbers and the size of these gyms, they are banking that 80% of the people, now they could tell you they want every single person to go, but I mean, it just doesn't work that way. So, you know, depending on the size of the gym, I mean, it can't, even if, it could, even if it's physically possible or legally to have, you know, that amount of people in there, if that amount of people actually came in, it wouldn't work. So the business is based off getting people on EFT, automatic billing, generally signing them into contracts, pricing that accordingly. 
because they don't want somebody to go month to month. And this is part of the reason why my athlete had such a problem because you're, they want you to uh, pick a number or they, they have picked a number price-wise this is why gyms are typically 19.99, 24.99. What they've learned is that number is not high enough to take action to cancel. So a lot of gyms made a lot of money just by they made more money by dropping their costs in half because people look at 19.99 and I mean I just told you I did 19.99 for three years and didn't take action. If it was forty nine ninety nine, oh, gone so fast, done, you know. Or it's like, boy, can't wait till I get to that twelve months, and I'm gonna cancel. So they've picked a number, and this is why. I mean, planet, whoop, you gotta bleep that out, but I didn't say the whole thing. There's so yeah, There's, it's you're right. You didn't say it. I mean, but, just a planet. We're all we're all on a planet. Yes. So on this planet that we're on, there was a business that you know came out with nine ninety nine, and this this business on this planet. Uh, change the game of of gyms because nine ninety nine is a steal and deal, and you're definitely not gonna cancel nine ninety nine. I'm paying for an ESPN Plus subscription seven sixty four, and I look at it every month, and I'm like, I need to cancel that. And they even send me the email. You can't even find. I can't find it. I've spent three months, and then I'm sitting here spending more time trying to find out how to cancel ESPN Plus then I'm losing more money trying to go through the process than I am to just pay the $7.64. Point being, um, they want you to you know, forget about it. And then and a lot of people, I'm going to go into this in the whole process, but they're, you know, sales guys are incentivized to prevent cancellations. So we had a guy, our sales guy, which will remain nameless, former sales guy, not my guy. This wasn't my master plan. I was somewhere else within the organization. But basically, they would give in. I'm giving a signal right now for the right-handed reliever to come in. So he was called Mariano. So we would bring Mariano in. Somebody would come in. I want to cancel my gym membership. And they'd be like, oh, great. Uh, let me grab you know the sales guy, which was Mariano. And his job was to go in there by whatever means necessary and not let the person cancel. So... He'll start in. He'll come in. He'll, hey, see you haven't. Yeah, you haven't been. How's everything going, Jimmy? Is everything okay? How you <laughs> feeling? So they're they're try they're trying to extract information what your current situation is, and then after they take take and process that information, they then go through a step process, which is, listen to me, your health is important. Can't disagree with that. Uh, we want you to get to your goals. You know what? All the things that you've been going through. The best way to counterbalance that is exercise. Would you agree? I want to get you to agree. Yep, absolutely. How does this sound for you? This is what we're going to do, all right? You're currently paying $19.99. This is what I'm going to do for you. $9.99. We're going to cut it in half. You know, it, we're, going to, we're going to keep the same contract. We're not redoing contracts. You're not going to have to extend anything. We're going to take it $9.99. It's a gift from us. You know, we value you being here. We love seeing you walk in or not walk in on a daily basis with your smiling or unsmiling face. What do you think? And then you're going to let most people look at it like, hey, I get half off. That sounds like a deal. All right. And let's say you're like, no, man, I'm all set. I'm out. Okay. 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 Got a better. I got. Hear me out here. This is what we'll do. We will freeze your account. So you will not get billed 
we're going to freeze it for three months, three free months on us. And then we'll go back and then you will continue billing. And this will give you, you know, to basically train for free and get back into the, into the swing of things. And, you know, and then, but of course you're going to, it's continue billing. All of the recommendations always, I've heard three month freezes, six month freezes, a year freeze. Those, those are rare, but you ain't even going to remember having the conversation in a year. Yeah. So my point is, so if you save that person, you know, and this isn't all gyms, this is my experience this is the damn NES experience. Um, some of these places you're, they're getting incentivized. So Mariano gets 10 bucks to convince you to not cancel. So that's one way, you know, that, you know, things are going on. Another thing is it's the process of canceling. You have to come in. They want you to come in because who it's, nobody wants to come in to do anything. Everybody wants to do things online. So it's harder to say no when you're that one-on-one you know, looking at somebody in the eye type of situation that people don't want to get into. They want to just call and get it done with. And they know that. That's why everywhere you go, you have to come in to cancel. Now, other businesses have added extra levels. So the gym I was at, wonderful gym. Uh, so I'm like, all right, man, I'm finally pulling it together. Let me, let's go in there. I got to be in person. I know this. And then I go in to cancel and they're like, so this is what you're going to want to do. And they take out a piece of paper and they write down with bad handwriting. You're going to want to go to www.expqprc.com. Once you go to there, you're going to use a login name and a password of A, B, C, and D. And then you can go through the whole process there. I'm like, can I just cancel here? I'm here in person. No, I'm sorry. Uh, and the person who you talk to, has they're going to say they have no control over being able to do that and whether it's true or not, they're adding another level. So then I'm like, well, shit, that's super annoying. So I go home and they got me uh, for, I don't know, another couple of weeks. And then I found the scratch paper with the Chinese on it. And then I couldn't read it. Then I had to call back. Then I get put on hold and then I, they pick up and then I'm like, I need the You have to come in and we can give it. No, nope, I already came in. I'm only missing one letter. <laughs> I'm only missing one letter and I wrote, I, you know, fed back the, the Chinese and they didn't want to give me the last letter. Just one letter away from canceling. I was one letter away from canceling and I was started getting hot and they gave and then they, they told me and then I canceled. Do you remember but, what the last letter was? No, I'm trying to just eliminate that. I was trying to eliminate it out of my gray matter. And the whole experience in general. But now I'm telling it. So That's part of the plan, though, is sometimes I feel like it's just such a hassle. You just want to be like, all right, I did it. I can forget about it now. I I thought I canceled my gym membership. And I, I went through that same thought process. Like, it's finally done. Like, I almost celebrated. Three weeks later, got billed again at half off. There you go. Yep. So it was, uh, yeah, that's that. It's canceling is just absolutely crazy it's almost a miracle whenever it happens i'm surprised they even gave you the last letter uh it was i earned it i felt really accomplished um but i mean everything they do everything i mean if you're going to a good gem there's there's a structure so you know when you first come in and they sit down with you they're extracting information this doesn't mean don't tell them anything but a lot i mean some people also these gyms have to hire good trainers but 
you know, there, there's a need and there's times where there's assistance, but you would have to listen to other podcasts and know if you have a good trainer or not. So you got to start, you got to listen to two podcasts today to really, you know, soak up the whole NES experience of, of what's going on and, and not falling into these traps or bad situations where you could waste money or, or hurt yourself. But, you know, when they bring you in, they're, they're getting information. They're trying to figure out, you know, what your work schedule is like, what your career is. So if your career is, I can't say a garbage man, cause I think garbage men make more than me now. Um, but it's a pay, it's a well-paid gig. I mean, it is, you know, yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, it is also a tough job. Um, but they want to know career because that, you know, if you're in finance, there's a high probability that, you know, oh, we got uh we got rich guy and then you're you're gonna be sold the platinum level nineteen super trainer. Whereas if you you know I don't wanna talk about any I'm trying to what's a if you work at McDonald's, point being they're trying to get information from you. So and then, you know, people want an agenda. So if you're going to a gym that does things right, you got to have a beginning, unlike my podcast, a beginning, a middle and an end. So you know how long you're going to your time is going to get clogged up. And then when they take you out to the room, they're basically building value and showing you their product. This isn't dishonest. It's okay to have a tour of the gym. But I mean, for a lot of people, it's completely unnecessary. You want to tour the gym, walk around. Oh, that's where the cardio stuff is. That's where the tanning is. This is where the free weights are. But part of those bullet points are they're trying to take the emotion that they've created in the room. Because if you're going in a gym, you have an exercise, you might be overweight. They're trying to get you emotional. And, and it's the same thing with buying a car. They want to get you excited about the car. They're talking about the bells and whistles and the features. But with this, they're trying to get you. They want you to take action. So they want to talk about if your back hurts or if your knee hurts or if you're overweight or if your nutrition isn't right. All those things are making you feel emotional and and emotional buying you had to have emotionally bought something before yeah no i i definitely have i know i have a good friend he's actually not me but he does live in clifton park and he tells me that he listens so we'll find out if he does or not right. he emotionally bought two hundred dollars of wagyu steak how do you emotionally buy two hundred dollars in steak he got very drunk uh saw some steak that he really liked realized he hadn't had wagyu steak forever thought he deserved that in his life he has a good job um and he bought two hundred dollars worth of wagyu steak i don't think he cooked it correctly though uh he should have googled that and what we've learned is you shouldn't get intoxicated and make purchases yep no that's never a good idea right so they're they're taking you through and they're showing you the different bullet points, but also what they're doing is they're show they're showcasing all those added revenue streams. Here we have our protein supplement bar, you know, after your workout, blah blah blah, because they want you to buy a protein shake. This is our personal training room. They're showing you this. They might ask you more questions because they want to figure out if you are a candidate, whether you are or not. They're going to try and get you to do it, but. Um, they're taking you through these different locations. Also, those these are the added tanning. Okay, they're extracting information to create a package, you know, for you. Because when you get back in the room, they're going to be like, if you want tanning, that's either included or it's an extra five dollars. So they're building value. I'm not against it. It's okay, you know, as long as they're not being too ridiculous. But they take you through this whole process. 
and then you go back into the room. Before we get back into the room, Tay, for you to get in the office where you're going to have to sign a contract, do you have any questions about the process of when you are walking around or anything that I covered up into this point? Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I think the thing that it doesn't seem like it, but every interaction you have at the gym is them just trying to collect stuff and information so they can use it to sell. And as I said, some of it is good and some of it is warranted and some of it is unnecessary and forced. And I mean, I guess I'm a sales guy. If you have a business and you train athletes, I mean, I go through a similar process, but for me, I don't, I sell through education. So if I have an athlete come in and they tell me, I mean, people are coming to me. It's just a a little bit different, but they're coming to me for professional training. So I I need to know if you have lower back pain, because my goal is to fix it. The goal, when you go into a gym, they're not looking at it. Like I have to fix this guy's lower back pain. And if I don't do that, I then you know, me, I have to go in and I have to fix your lower back pain. Yeah. Like that's the end. Res- that's the div. That's why we're here. Whereas when you go to a gym, it's not the end result isn't to fix the lower back pain with them. They honestly, I don't want to say they don't care about your lower back pain, but oh, that means that you should go to a trainer that's going to help, you know, help fix yeah. your lower back pain. But is a trainer qualified to fix your lower back pain or is it even fixable and is it necessary? No, so. definitely. It's the the money for the gym, you know, to kind of quote Chris Rock a bit, like the money's in the treatment. It's not in the cure. Like, right. and the goal for the gym is they want you there. Like you said, you know, they want you spending money. I mean, obviously they're related because you're working out, but they're two completely different things. Like you come into here, like the goal is to perform on the athletic field. It's like, I went to a gym. It was actually one by your house. Um, it's closed now. It's gone. It was near the uh, Italian Center in Bridgeport. Mm. If the, or the JC. No, it was near the JCC in Bridgeport, like a block away. So yeah. you probably know where it is. Yeah. Um, and like I was in high school trying to work out, put on mass and stuff in the summer to, you know, play high school sports. And the kind of like, you know, the two, three times I did like a personal trainer there, it was all like, oh, like let's get your biceps bigger. Let's do that. It's not like, Oh, let's get you faster out on the field. Like it's two completely different things. Yeah. So the personal trainer is more working on vanity, whereas we don't care about vanity at all, unless you're a bodybuilder. And if you're a bodybuilder, you're not training with me anyways, you're in the gym. Uh, cause your pure goal is to physically look beautiful. So, um, all right. So, you, they've taken you through the whole process. Now it's time to get into the room. So when you get into the room, now it's time to go over the contracts and the recommendation that they give you according to the information that they extracted from you. Um, you there, as I said, they're always going to want to go with one-year contracts, two-year contracts. You'll see those priced even more aggressive because once you do two-year contracts, you're even less likely to remember what your original contract was. So the longer duration of the contract, the more guaranteed that you're going to not cancel. Uh, They'll show you different pricing options. So they're always going to price the month to month more expensive. What, what they want you to do the least is always going to be the most expensive. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense for more of like a business model. I mean, if you're paying like $10 a month 
for a year, that's 120 bucks. Like your guy, if you just wanted to pay 20 bucks, you know, for two months, that's 40. I not a big math guy, but 120 seems to be a lot more than 40. So, I mean, yes, to some extent you should based off of, you know, what they're telling you're doing. But my thing was with my athlete that just, you know, reached out to me last week, it's like, he's going to be there for two months. So there's not, we're done. There's nothing out. And then the guy is still trying to push him in one and two year contracts. Yeah. He'll probably get texts for like the next year. Well, I haven't finished the story because of of course there's been three texts since last week. Um, Jeez. So know that uh, the big thing is they, they do something called, I don't want to call it maintenance may, but they basically, you're going to have the normal contract where there's 12 months and then they're going to add on uh, an extra month of billing that happens in a specific month, which is all, there's a reason why it comes out that month. Uh, it's usually happens after uh, first quarter Q1. So January, February, March, and then you see in April or May, the next hit. So they schedule the maintenance fee. This is where you have to pay basically 30 to $50 one time. And they mentioned this in the whole process. And then when you say, why do I have to pay a maintenance fee? They say that we use this to maintain the facility and we buy new equipment. We want to have the top state of the art, blah, 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 blah. And then they justify what all that money is for. The problem is all the money that gets taken in for the maintenance fee. So let's say get 5,000 members at $40 for that maintenance fee. So what's 5,000 members times 40,000? It's, it's 20,000. Um, I almost feel like we should get a calculator. No, out. let's just roll with it. Now it's 25. No, no, it's, it's not. 20. No, it's 5,000 times 40. That's like 200,000. No, I'm 20,000. Okay. This is why we should have rolled with it. All I'm right. going to do it on the calculator. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to be All right. 20, well, I'm 000. talking about it. You do the calculator. 5,000 members is at $40 a month. And then that'll give you your number. Wait, times 40 a month? So you want me to do 5,000 times 40 times 12? No, 40,000. Now you're messing me up. 5,000 members times $40 a month. So 5,000 times 40. Like I said, I'm not a big math guy. 200,000. So basically, you know, this the gym takes in $200,000. So they're going to tell you that $200,000 you know, goes to this separate magical account and where they're like, Oh, we need new treadmills. And they pick out of that money. And what we've learned is they don't spend all of that money on maintenance, but they make you pay that money. It's one of the easiest moves to make money and to make more money on top of that. So we know 200,000 for 5,000 members at $40. What if I raise it to $45 and we're not even going to try and do that math. Yeah. We're not going to try and do that math, but that's a good amount of money. It would be one eighth of 200,000 mental math. Uh, my point is making a, such a small adjustment, $2 a month every year, raising the maintenance fee two to $5 a month. When you're working with high volume, 5,000, there's places with 10,000, 15,000 members, those little dollars make up to, you know, huge money. So with, you know, with the maintenance fee and they're, they're not going to waive it. That's their bread and butter. How would you like to wake up April 1st with uh, plus 200,000 in your account. Yeah, that's an incredible feeling. Well, it is March. Maybe we will. 
Uh, that is true. Well, it's coming next month. So, <clears throat> and then on the back end, what happens is, what's the worst day to work during the year if you're a sales guy in a gym setting? Oh, it, uh, I'd say, yeah, uh, probably that that day first day of the second quarter everyone's canceling from new year's maintenance may or whatever maintenance april maintenance may flows better yeah but yeah no man if it's may 1st if you're the sales guy on may 2nd you're just getting bombarded with phone calls and complaints of what's going on and this is what it is because they bill you you get billed for the regular month and then they bill it again so with the timing of that, when people it looks like they get they've gotten double billed. So some of it is why the hell am I getting billed twice? Some of it is they're calling in, and I mean I've been out of this setting long enough to where I have to. I I'm hoping that they like change that, at least spread it out or something because some of the bitching and complaining, you know, it, it's like it's normal, but they don't think it's normal. They got double billed. So watch out for the maintenance. You're not going to be able to get that waived. Typically with contracts, they'll do uh, some sort of enrollment fee. So enrollment fee fees are negotiable. So this kind of goes into, you know, look, I Google them in, this, in the hunt for a new car or a new truck. And, you know, when you research and you do all the stuff on cars, they say, you know, you want the best time to buy a car is the last day of the month on the last quarter of the month. So my last car that I bought, I bought... You know, I think it was quarter three, October. No, it would have been September 30th. So it's the end of the third quarter last day because they all of these your sales guys, they all have goals. So, you know, you have to get 200. Your goal is 200 enrollments per month or 150. And you got to reach goal where you're selling anything you're selling. You have quarterly goals. So you're going to have more bargaining power by going in at the end of the month and the beginning of the month. And especially the way the world works and the way sales guys, sales guys are most motivated at the end of the month. They work their longest days. They're doing the most amount of cold calling. They're doing a lot of things to try and make their goals because they get bonuses, monthly bonuses, quarterly bonuses, and yearly bonuses. So not to say that this is dishonest. This is just the reality of the situation. So if you go into a gym on the first day of the month, Nobody's looking like got to kill that goal. They're all burned out, maybe hung over from, you know, all between all the work and the I made my goal party or whatever. So you're going to have less leverage going in the beginning of the month to get your initiation fee 99, 59, 29 waived um, versus the end of the month. A guy is going to be more motivated to do whatever it takes to get the sign up on the last day to hit his goal. So if you're, when you're looking at enrollment fees, go to the beginning, or I'm sorry, try and pick the last end of the month or the last end of the quarter or whatever. January 1st is the worst time to go to a gym. They aren't going to work as hard. They're working on volume. They're working on the standard new year's resolutions. Boom. The worst time to start a gym is January because it's jam packed of the people that only go there on January and February. The best time to go to a gym is now, March, April, May. Ghost town. You get everything to yourself. So, um, and then, so know that the initiation fees can be waived if you want. Um, and that they're on, and they'll tell you, oh, we have to manage your account. You're not managing that. You're managing, you know, the me scanning my card to come in and saying hi to me. But, and all the paperwork and the card, I mean, it takes five minutes. 
So be able to just say, I'll do it myself. I'll, yeah. I'll, pu- I'll put myself into the account. Can I save $100 if I put myself into the computer? You can't do that. They won't fly. Um, so then, you know, after either in the process, before you enroll, I mean, the most important thing for them we know is EFT, but then you start to get into the add-ons. So <clears throat> they want to get you signed up and sign the contract. Then it turns into, um, yes, you're paying $20 a month, but how do we get them to do more? And then they're going to give the recommendation of personal training, you know, group exercises. Sometimes it's included, sometimes it's extra, but they create various programs, some free and some pay, and they want to get you enrolled into those because I want, if I have a gym, I want, not my gym, but you want the guy paying $20 a month here. You want him to have a pro a five to $10 protein shake every time that he leaves. So now you're $20. Cause if you have a, we'll call it a five, even though you can't find a $5 protein shake that they make for you. But you know, if you have three of those a week, that's another $60 a month. So now you're not a $20 account. You're an $80 account. And if you sign up for personal training and let's say it's, I don't know, small group personal training and it's $200 a month. Now you're, you went from a $20 account to a $80 account to a $280 account. <clears throat> and then you start doing personal, you know, start doing small group training. And then they're going to be like, you know, you, you have, you, you're getting, you're doing so great. Why don't we start having you do one-on-one? And then if your if your career occupation activity levels, whatever else matches, and now they want to take the $280 account and they want to turn it into a thousand dollar account. And those, you know, that's just four or five examples of how to make more money per member. And then you're fueling, you're fueling everything. But ultimately, because you're a $200 a month gym uh, personal trainer, that's not necessarily something you're going to sustain for years. So that's going to fluctuate on and off. But that contract that you locked up for a year or two, that's going to be consistent. And that's kind of the bread and butter you know, in the lifeblood of their business, those EFTs. So, which, although I'm basically done, but going back, so the, my kid, my athlete, um, you know, within three days, but bloop, hey, blank and blank, we're so great. If you, we're so excited for you to start up our gym. What we want to do, we want to do a complimentary assessment to assess your heart rate, blood pressure, you know, fitness, mobility, and blah, 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 blah. And then that first one popped out. And obviously, we know the answer was no thanks. Yep. Three days ago, three days passed. But bloop. Hey, we saw that you were in because they track because you, you, we saw that you were in. That's such a weird thing to text somebody to is we <clears> saw <throat> you were in. The worst is the gym that I canceled. They still send me texts. Hey, Ned, we haven't seen you there for four years. We're just hoping if you're still alive, feel free to give us a call. We we, we really want to know how you're doing. I'm sure you really want to know how I'm doing. So I thought about calling them off and just being like, you want to know what's going on right now? I got a five-year-old and a seven-year-old and just drop my life story and do all the talking. And then when he goes, I'll be like, oh, man, sorry, I got to go. Oh, you should do that. I, might, I, might, I might do that. Oh. So. So, yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe to our podcast, and we'll be back next Sunday.